SMB Wisdom acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands upon which we have recorded this podcast today. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hello and welcome to the SMB Wisdom podcast, coming to you from the land of the Yuggera and Turrbal people. My name is Alice Rue and I'm a partner at SMB Advisory, the proud sponsors of this podcast. The SMB Wisdom podcast is a forum to provide value tips for business owners from an extended network of experts on their topics of expertise. I'm so very blessed to have an amazing network of people who are fabulous at what they do. They might be accountants, lawyers, business owners, or any number of individuals that day in, day out, deal with the issues and problems that can plague small and medium business owners and come up with solutions, outcomes, and results to assist. It's now my mission to bring some of this knowledge to small and medium business owners to assist them in making their good businesses great and their great businesses fabulous. Now on with today's episode. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to our SM Wisdom Reflection Series for 2023. I'm absolutely loving this series, and I'm super excited to kick this off again. Um, As an insolvency practitioner, I do like to look at the learnings that come about from businesses or ventures that might find themselves in distress in order to advise others on how to attempt to mitigate against making similar mistakes in the future. And in this series, I'm privileged to speak with a series of guests that might also happen to be my contacts, friends and colleagues about the milestones they've reached, challenges they've faced and lessons that they have learned throughout the course of 2023. Now, today I'm talking to Simone Pentis, the founding and managing director of Advantage Partners Lawyers. Um, Simone was a guest on the podcast earlier this year, and we discussed um, what everyone needs to know about selling their business. It was an absolutely cracker of an episode and well worth checking out um, if you haven't already done so. Welcome, Simone. What a year it's been. Yes, it has. <laughs> Thank you for having me on again. No. To, um, catch Absolute pleasure and I really enjoy um, speaking with you and, you know, for our listeners, uh, Simone and I were just catching up very briefly before I hit the button um, about where we've all been at and it's like, let me just hit the button because this is gold. We need to talk about this uh, on the podcast for everybody to um, to see and, you know, we're getting, we're struggling, aren't we? We're talking, we're getting to the end of the year. It, it's in sight <laughs> but it still seems so far away. <laughs> it's just, it's been, it's been a different year. Um, it seems like it's been a roller coaster year. Uh, I felt that from you know, so many different people talking to them and clients and just our own experiences. Yeah. It's sort of been yes, 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 and no, then yes, no. I think we've got to the stage now where there is a big rush yeah. to get things done before the end of the year. And I think there is also a bit of a, excitement again. I don't know if it's just the Christmas period where people just get excited for new opportunities or new things to do or just yeah. wanting to get things done. Um, but there is a lot of exhaustion mm. but also I think positivity again. I think and so, yeah. So it's, it's just been I said, it's been a very interesting year. I was talking to someone recently where they said it was a year that, that sort of they existed despite what everyone was saying. Uh, it seemed to contradict itself various times throughout the year. That's really interesting. Um, consistent existed despite. I was thinking. I felt like twenty twenty three was almost a normal year, given what we have. Mm. You know, it's a new normal, obviously, where where we've been. I think you're right in terms of the roller coaster, and I'm wondering. This is probably the f- most full on I've been at this time of year getting towards the end of the year than I have been in years pre-COVID and during COVID. And I wonder whether or not that's because we did start 
a bit slower, but because we've had this seemingly normal year, people are thinking, oh, well, we should have had the same amount done this year as we have, you know, in a pre-COVID year. We just need to push really hard now to get to the end so that we can say we've, we've it's been a normal year. Well, I think there's there's been a lot of stop starts, stop starts. It's almost that clacker when you start on the roller coaster, <laughs> stop starting going up it. Um, but I think part of it is, uh, from, from my perspective, I'll admit as well, it's a bit unusual because um, we've had some law changes this year. And so that's sort of been its own sort of you know, instigator of certain things. One of the big things we've just had, like on the 9th of November, was a big change to the unfair term laws, mm. which affect businesses with standard contracts where you're looking at, you know, potentially, you know, 50-plus million penalties. Mm. Um, I mean, I, arguably that's done for the optuses, businesses around, but it's still, for a small business, you don't need to get, you know, past anywhere near that amount to just collapse the business. Okay. So I think from that perspective, we've been probably a bit extra busy because of that happening. Yeah. And I think the government is being maybe a bit more proactive and doing a bit more legislation recently mm-hmm. and maybe taking a harder line on some of the relaxation they've done since COVID. So I think that's had an impact of where everything's at this at the moment. But I think it's also there's so many factors this year where, again, I think we sort of 2023, I agree, was getting a bit more to the new normal. Mm. And then... Um, as we got into 2024, it was just that stop start. And I, th- I think there's a lot of people also reassessing things. Mm. There's starting and a lot of other business people starting to say, you've had time now after COVID. Things should just be getting a bit more back to where it was. Mm-hmm. I th- there is issues with employees in regards to work from home. There are businesses who are starting to be a bit more, no, 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 no. We're not going to be as flexible as we were previously which is causing tension in the workplace yeah. and also, again, changing dynamics mm-hmm. as well as where people live. Um, yeah. I know I live on the Gold Coast but like, um, and while I've got clients all over Australia, um, I've probably done a few more journeys back and forth to Brisbane recently to catch up with people mm-hmm. and if anyone's telling me they're working from home at the moment, I'm thinking, is your work from home actually in the car just driving around mm-hmm. because the traffic worse the traffic's horrible isn't it no i agree and that's you know between coming to the gold coast i found that most definitely there's also just a lot of people around and i think you're right the expectation to come back in terms of face-to-face for client meetings and client functions but also having staff um you know and not just staff the whole team you know what i mean in the office including management including ownership you know to be able to to work together um i think that's definitely changed it's funny simone you're the second recording i've done in this series and work from home things now come up twice so i've got a feeling that that's a big um thing on the front of a lot of people's minds in terms of this year and and also going forward um no really interesting i think that travel thing is back too i know that Oh, this term for me, I think a lot of the exhaustion is I've done a a fair bit in terms of between um, Brisbane, the Gold Coast, but also Brisbane, Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney. Um, You know, people are wanting to see you and I'm wanting to see them, quite frankly, you know, face to face and and get things done that way too. And when we're doing that, it's much more acceptable to be doing that now than it has been, I think, for a few years. Yeah, so I think that's part of why this year's been a bit crazy because we're almost trying to combine two different... uh, ethics and working working relationships yeah no so we're trying to get back to where we were previously yeah. but have taken bits from what we've learned 
and put them into place so we create something probably better mm. but there is tension i'm seeing that and it's affecting businesses in regards to you know managing staff members productivity looking at new ways to do things um and even just the ai mm. has gone crazy oh absolutely i think there's Lot, a lot on business owners' minds, lots of things to look into, lots of things to be aware of. Should I be implementing this in my business? To what extent do I need to understand it? So I think this year has been a year that has been a bit unusual because there's so many things that are hitting it. Mm. Yes, um, okay. Then you've got the external interest rates mm -hmm. and where that's been going back and forth. But I, my feeling is that this has been a year, as I said, that has, for me, felt a lot of stop, start, stop, starts and a lot of stress I've yeah. seen on a lot of business owners. Um, but at the same stage, as I said, we're getting the craziness of going through to Christmas. Yeah. I think there's an acceptance of things are changing to a certain extent, but things need to continue to grow. Yeah. There's no more holding back mm -hmm. on certain areas. So I'm seeing people sort of get that enthusiasm and start to get things done. I know... We've had more few more interest in people setting up franchises, okay, or change their franchise or take it to a next level in the last few months. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had a number of people buying businesses yeah. it has increased over the last um, two months, in particular. Um, most of them wanting to settle before Christmas, um, which is which is uh, has Allergy. its own issue. <laughs> Um, I'll be off after this after our catch up. I'll be talking to two people in particular after this. Okay. Um, but I think there is. As I said it's been a weird year. I found. Um, I we were talking before about when I started this year off. What was the word mm. I had for the year? And that was for me flourish. That was on the basis of I saw this year as a year to take further opportunity in both personal life, my business life, and in helping clients to sort of take things to the next level. Yeah. Um, if I reflect back on that, we have done that, but probably the bloom hasn't been as big as we would have liked, mm -hmm. but we are taking those steps. So if I had to think about a word for next year, I have no idea at the moment. And I think that's just the, as you said, it's crazy at the moment, yep. more crazier than I think it was last year or the year before. Oh, yep. And, uh, I am very, very, very much hanging out for the. Well, this is what I wanted to ask as well, Sorry, and I'm feeling the feels. I'm, I'm there with you. Do you think that potentially it's a stamina thing as well? Like over the last few years, we've had you know when you talk about that stop, start, stop, start. Um, we've had some really compulsory stops, you know, in terms of times. I mean, God forbid, but you know, back to 2021 where we were locked down. You know, and we yeah. couldn't do anything or the, or we, our travel was restricted or there was things outside of our control that meant that we could not work as hard or in different ways um, as we had previously. And I'm wondering whether or not, you know, it's, that, uh, it's almost like a fitness thing that this is probably the first year that we've been able to travel as much as we've been able to travel previously. There's been as much activity um, in terms of, well, for me anyway, in terms of insolvency, because a lot of the moratoriums and those sorts of things have come off, um, you know, where they, they were they were still being imposed, you know, earlier. Um, and, and, and different things like that where it's really just been, it's a marathon, Alice, you need to run it and, and be there for the, for the duration, you know, which we have without any of that, you know, sort of cooling off. Um, you know, where we had to do along the way. Do you think that maybe some of that 
um, sort of endurance is something <laughs> that hopefully we'll get back and feel a bit better about next year? I think I think it depends on, on the business you're operating because I know a lot of businesses, there was ones who were forced, mm. they could not do anything. Yeah. But um, I suppose I was dealing with a lot of businesses that had to do something. Yeah. So even if they were not actively out, in, you know, operating and had to, they were then pivoting, yes. pivoting, pivoting, pivoting. It was like the, the ballet being okay. done all over the world. Yes. Um, because they were either having to work out online, they were having to work out different ways of providing products. So I think there is, there was some forced breaks for certain people, mm-hmm. but a lot of the clients I was dealing with, they weren't getting a break anyway yeah. because it was, or what can I do alternatively? What can I do to put this over the, during the period of time? Yeah. Um, I think it's just, that's just been continual. Mm. And I don't think they've had proper breaks. Mm-hmm. And then again, throw in the uncertainty that has been with what's happening externally in the world with the interest rates and then chuck in AI. Mm. I think it's just, there is a bit of burnout going on. Yeah. I think there is exhaustion going on. And I think it's just more from the piling of yeah. things that are being piled. Because if you look at business owners now, um, just the things you've now got to deal with. Yes. And this, the work from home situation, the flexibility. Does it work for your business? Does it not work for your business? No, that's right. um, how can you balance what is the best for your employees, your clients and your business? Mm-hmm. Um, can you do – does IA relevant to you? Mm-hmm. Do you need – do you need to be wary of AI? Yeah, that's right. What things are doing? Um, you know, interest rates, is that going to affect your clients buying from you or not buying from you? Is it going to affect your financing or not financing? I just think this year has been a pile on, pile on, pile on, pile on year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if we're getting real extra government support for business owners mm-hmm. to be able to cut through half that stuff and really focus on growing their businesses. Yeah. Um, I mean, during COVID, that was one thing I have to say, you know, the governments were doing not too bad was actually providing extra support mm. and a bit more visible yes. where you can probably get some of that support. Mm-hmm. Part of that was to help fund other industries yes. by doing that. But um, I don't know if there's as much that support mm. being provided to business owners. Mm. I have seen a big uptake um, on people doing more networking events. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, okay. I don't um, I don't know if that is because people want the connections again, mm-hmm. particularly face-to-face connections again, or that's their way of trying to find support and encouragement. Mm. But I have to admit, that if I reflect back on this year, mm. I've I personally probably have caught up with more people yep. this year. Um, but also I think from... What I've been to, but also what a lot of my clients or some of my other colleagues have been to, mm. there seems to be a lot more business networking things happening. Yeah. Um, I reckon that's what And I don't know. Yeah. That's really interesting but, um, point, yeah. I think that's right. And I think it's, um, yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that, but it's um, very interesting. And I think support is really something that is so um you know, business owners are really thirsty for and, you know, what, what that support looks like is different for everybody um, and sometimes it's in, you know, in the veins of financial support, sometimes it's in the veins of, you know, professional advisor, you know, and support and coaching support and sometimes it's the peers, isn't it, in, in order to sort of say, well, what's what's happening with everybody else? Am I um, able to, 
you know, not keep up, but am I on the right track? Do I know what's going on? Because there's so much going on. Um, and I do think that uncertainty can really fuel a lot of that stress. Um, and there's not a lot of certainty around with anything at the moment. And I think when you're able to connect with others, um, you know, and sort of understand that many people are in the same boat, then that can sometimes provide, you know, a little bit of a balm um, to just the, yeah, the ongoing stressful nature of, of running a business. I think, yeah, I think that for me is where I've seen a bit more. And I, I do believe people are definitely hungry to get out and interact and interconnect yeah. a lot more because um, there has been all those factors and I just see it as that piling on. Yeah. But at the same stage, there is so many opportunities now mm. than we've had no. Um, I think people are a lot more willing to be open mm-hmm. and consider different options. And in one respect, it is, it is, while it's daunting, it's actually quite exciting mm-hmm. to see where some of these developments are opening and the flexibility it's creating mm-hmm. and the even just the ability to think a bit more outside the box is yeah. probably more accepted now in, in standard businesses, you know, as opposed to the, you know, the Elton Musks and all those yes, that's right. people. Um, so I think we are in a very exciting period coming up, mm-hmm. but I do, I am concerned for the burnout that I see a lot of businesses yeah. owners having yes. at the moment. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I think that's a valid concern too. Um, so what about milestones? Like clearly there's been a lot going on. <laughs> there's been a lot happening this year um as you've been discussing in the roller coaster and the stopping and starting but have you had any sort of defined milestones during the year that that you're wanting to reflect on at the moment get to christmas yeah get to christmas that's, the that's where the main thing but at the same stage and it's good sometimes to take that time out of your business mm-hmm. and reflect on what you have and haven't achieved mm-hmm. usually i try to do it a bit more during the year than i have this year yeah and i think that's just been year it's been um i am taking a week off i try and do this everyone's gonna hear it now um it's when we try and take the office we close it Mm -hmm. for the period and we technically come back a week early where we're only supposed to work on the business yeah that's great good yeah um so all our clients basically said you know this is day we open yep although with my clients because i do have a lot of long-term relationships i also admit i am actually back the week before And you can contact me during the break. Um, but, you know, please yeah. let me have a week if I can just to work on the business and go through, like, what is my theme for the year? Yes. What's the market plan for the year and things like that. Um, so usually I've probably done that a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. But the way this year has, I haven't done that as much. Um, but I suppose from where we're at, um, we have continued, as said, that flourish yes. is where we wanted to do. Yeah. We didn't get the full bloom yeah. that I was hoping for, but we have started that process and flourish part of that part has one. been... Hmm? Flourish yeah. part one. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah and, look, and part of that has been looking at, okay, how are our, you know, getting milestones of doing our audits and reviews of our systems. Yeah. Be more aware of where are the opportunities to grow our business, to, you know, secure our business. Um, you know, that was one of the milestones of actually getting to do that review as a proper review yeah. to see where we are and then work out the plan taking steps towards that. So we have been doing things like that. Yeah. Um, we've now brought another person onto our team, which right. has been fantastic. Mm. Um, and we are looking at someone else as well. So for me, that's a big milestone, is that growing the team? Uh, and uh, and also just 
completing certain reviews. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, look, we've had some fantastic, you know, we had two franchise systems launched this year. Great. Yeah. That's been fantastic. And we're looking at potentially helping three other ones. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we've had a few big launches like that happen for franchising. Yeah. And we've probably had, you know, quite a few business sales and purchases this mm -hmm. year. So we've been hitting targets and growth in that respect. So, right. you know, we've, we've been doing it, but um, probably not the big fanfare or not sort of maybe not reflecting as much or celebrating yeah. what the team have accomplished. Yeah. And I suppose that's hopefully when we have that week off in January with the team, it's yeah. sort of, you know, we didn't give ourselves maybe, you know, some, yes, we've won, you know, won here or, yes, we learned here. Yes, yeah, yeah. But no that's brilliant and i think that's right so the celebration is is really important but sometimes you do you know to be honest sometimes in business you just just have to hit start and go until it's time to hit stop and then deal with it after that and um you know there's seasons for everything right but as i think it's just been that sort of weird year because you've had like really great and then down great down great down so maybe that's also hindered where you've maybe previously have celebrated things because it's just been that mm -hmm. sort of way roller coaster a bit for not just um for us we've been relatively okay we've had a few of those mm -hmm. but when most of our clients are long-term relationship clients mm -hmm. you feel a part of it and you see where they go yeah with that process yeah well. so um it's one of the things i love about the area of practice we do but it's also one of the things that again you've got to be careful of because you get so invested no entirely i can totally see that and i know how much you care about your clients and that would definitely be one of those things um and i'm about to ask you about challenges faced in 2023 and i'm imagining you know that that's, that's something isn't it like you'd always need to be quite um involved in what's happening with those transactions but i reckon i'd find it quite challenging also to be able to sort of extricate yourself from that from time to time as well well as i said at the end of the day you want the best for your clients because mm -hmm. when they grow i mean in addition to you loving that you also grow as a business that's right um, but at the same stage you're also a business too and you've also got responsibilities to your staff mm -hmm. and to other parties as well right. so it's sometimes that balancing and i think for us being being a business owner as well it adds an extra element onto what i can mm -hmm. appreciate and how i assist clients but it also is another factor that we have to consider yeah uh, but I think it's the challenges of the year probably have been, you know, we've had some clients who've done fantastic and other clients where they have had trouble mm -hmm. or have had to things. And it, it's hard when you've got particularly long-term relationships with people and you want to help and, you know, there's some factors that are outside your control. Yeah. And sometimes that can be a health issue that no one really expected to hit someone um, or a divorce situation. Oh, it couldn't be anything, can it? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we've seen... Over the years, I've seen quite a few different things from, you know, health issues to alien abductions. Oh, wow. Okay. That would be quite a challenge, I'm sure. That was, yeah, that was an interesting one, that one. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So anything it's, it's can stand in the way. That's it. Yeah. Anything can stand in the way. No, that's, that's really interesting. Um, and then from challenges, we necessarily get lessons. And have you had, I know you haven't had your sort of reflective period yet, but have you had a chance to take stock um, in terms of some of the challenges and the lessons that maybe you've learnt throughout the year? I think part of it is um, for those of uh, those people like myself who are control freaks, Hands up. You, need to learn, <laughs> you need to learn that you do have to let go. I know. And you do need to be able to ask for help 
and you do need to delegate and put in processes and places because sustainability long-term and scalability long-term will not happen unless you realise that and you take steps. Um, one of the things I've seen big time this year is a lot of people have now started to really appreciate the you you need to prep your business for sale yeah. from as soon as possible. Yeah. And that's been a big thing I've seen of people now understanding that a lot more than they previously did. Yeah. Um, we've been working with clients to sort of think about that, but even just ourselves, we've been having to ha- take a hard look and say, are we doing what we tell our clients to do? Yes, no, totally. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where a big, big thing for me is taking a step back and because we're so focused on getting everything else done for everyone else. Mm you don't always take that time for your own business. Mm. And sometimes we've got to sit back and reflect on everything, you know, we're telling others to do or everything we know we should, they'd be doing. Are we doing it for our own businesses? Mm. Um, are you also filling the cup yep. for you and your team? Because you can only pour out so much from your cup. And if you don't refill you and your team's cup, yeah. there's going to be nothing, nothing to pour out. That's so true. A big thing has been that, you know, appreciation of, you know, reflecting back on not just looking after others but looking after you and your team. Yep. Having your boundaries, um, you know, refilling yep. where you need to and then, you know, using that insights to also help others as well. Mm. So, yeah, I suppose it's been that reflection of, you know, just looking internally and doing what you've told others to do and just investing in you and your team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this is what we often tell the clients is, you know, are you actually investing for sustainability yeah. and long-term viability and for the fact of being able to have something that you can sell? Yes. Um, so if you don't take some of the steps to do that internally, you're not going to have that saleable asset later on when you do have to sell or do want to sell. Mm. No, look, absolutely. And for our listeners, I think my head's about to fall off. I'm nodding in agreement um, wholeheartedly with everything that Simone's saying. I just think that's really valuable. Um, thanks, Simone. And you're right, it's things we need to look at ourselves as well as um, provide that guidance to our clients um, throughout the time. I was going to say, yeah, so I suppose two big things would I'd take into next year is to have that more regular internal retrospection yeah. about where you're at um, and focus. When you're doing that internal re- retrospection, you should be thinking of, what is the end goal you want viability-wise and saleability-wise and scalable? Yeah, and so true. And, and maybe have that monthly check-in. Mm. Are you doing that yourself? Mm. Yeah, no, no, and I think that's really valuable and I think it is that reflection um, part to the point where I must admit, and I'm about to ask you about what you think might be in store for next year, but I was thinking this morning myself about, you know, I'm, I normally try and use that last week coming into December to sort of reflect as well on the year that's been and then that first little week in January to look at planning for the next 12 months. And I can't for the life of me, and I normally have either one word or three words uh, and that's sort of stuck everywhere, you know, I have boards and that. I can't for the life of me, and I've been in meetings all morning, so I haven't had a chance to check, remember what mine was for the year, which I think is saying a lot about um, not having enough reflection throughout the year to see if I'm hitting nails on heads um, and getting that sorted. So I totally appreciate where you're coming from um, with that. Um, 2024, is it going to be more of the same, do you think? Are we going to get a bit more used to it? Do you think um, – I know that you were saying earlier that, you know, there's been a lot of legislative change and that sort of thing. Um, 
in the, this last year? Do you think that'll calm down or are you expecting more change to come or what are you thinking? Well, I think we are going to have some more legal changes mm-hmm. happening. I think we're becoming, a lot of people are going to hate this, even more regulated. I think you're right, though. Yeah. I, I, you, you can definitely tell that's where we're going. Yeah. Um, with the current government we have, I think there is going to be way more regulation coming through um, in sort of various areas, uh, particularly, you know, workplace situations, um, you know, employees, workplace uh financial um, and also in just contractual franchising wise as well as general legal commercial and consumer mm-hmm. laws yeah. so we've had some big changes recently so you're also having a few inquiries happening and reviews happening and so they're going to be looking at things happen you know where are the changes that have been happening over the last few years have they been working yeah do you need any more changes yeah. but even just i mean i said we've had big changes this year with franchising with um, consumer contracts business contracts but particularly in employment i don't practice employment law Mm. but the big change we've seen from employment areas um, harassment um, with you know work from home expectations that's been a big thing so i think next year we're going to we are going to see more regulation which I know my clients are going to hate. And while they think I love all this change regulation, I don't generally love it. Oh. We've got our head around thing, But, you know, What's next? I, I, yeah. do, I see more regulation happening. Um, and I also see that we're going to have the tension again about work from home. I've been talking from a number of people where they're seeing a change in tide. It's never going to go back completely to where no, it was. Pre- I where agree it was. with that. But I think that pendulum um, is going to go a bit more closer to where it used to be, and I think that's going to cause a bit of tension. Um, there are a number of factors for that. Um, I know some friends who are very, very much pro work from home. I've got some other friends who are very much no, not at all. Yeah. Um, there's There are valid reasons why you do need to work from an office mm-hmm. um, in certain professions, at least part of the time. Um, but there's also the economy we're going to be thinking about. I mean, yeah. all the small businesses that are funded by people being in the city, mm-hmm. being in local areas, um, I think that's having an impact as well of mm-hmm. putting a bit more pressure government-wise to encourage people to get back into the office. Uh, but, no, I think the big change we're going to see next year are going to be a bit more legislation coming through regulation-wise yeah. and the work-from-home tension I see is a big I would agree. Um, and look, I, I see, I enjoy my working from home and I enjoy working from the office and I see benefits and it's, you know, it's people have dress for their days. I think sometimes it's work for your days and it's not necessarily that you have one day that you work from home, but sometimes there's a day that it's good to work from home because you don't have anything, you know, I'm on calls or whatever all day and so you do that from home. But there's other days that it's not. And I, I think that sort of flexibility has to be looked at as flexibility in all aspects, not just flexibility for one side and rigidness for others. Um, but yeah. I also think that exactly what you say, you talk about the uncertainty, but there's this dichotomy that's being, you know, bandied around where we're having this increased working from home and having that set a little bit more as standard, but then we have increased regulation, which you can't really control when you have a number of your team members working from home. So, you know, it, it is there's this tension, as you refer to it, and I think that's right, between what, you know, employers' obligations are both to provide a flexible workplace, to be able to, you know, promote diversity and inclusion and to have, you know, you know people being able to work from wherever to do whatever job is available, 
but at the same time looking at having um you know the regulation that exists around that to make sure that their employees are safe and are you know doing what they need to do and have the resources around them that they have and the connections and these sorts of things as well and i i mean i certainly don't have an answer um but i think you um describing that as tension i think is absolutely appropriate the the other thing you can think of as we're saying that is probably the ai aspect Mm. yep and outsourcing Mm. yeah so i think that's going to be something else we're going to see way more of next year um and part of that ai and outsourcing is possibly also going to be further looked at because people are having issues with recruitment and with the issues of people whether or not they want to work from home and it may be in some instances if well if you you know if people can do this job from home does that mean outsourcing overseas that's right. Or use of AI is actually more something they're going to look at. Because mm. I have to say, the amount of people who've been coming up with AI comments to me recently, uh, or outsourcing, and I'm talking, you know, a number of companies which I never thought would ever outsource. Yeah. I've been shocked. I mean, there's even been people I, I understand who've been going on tours to different oh, countries. Really? To look at outsourcing. Okay, options. different options and what's available and what, you know, what different um, resources basically are available in different areas. Yeah, okay. It's an interesting aspect itself, if you think about it, mm. of next year as more of those things happen, what will jobs, are jobs changing? Mm. Is expectations changing? I mean, I had someone at a function recently said to me, Simone, are you concerned you're going to be obsolete with AI? Oh, thank you. <laughs> It's a very joyous conversation to have. But, yeah, I was like, well, no, I don't think I will. But, um, you know, there are some areas which will be. I'm listening Um, on commentary. There's a lot of commentary around, um, is it, so AI will not take jobs away from people, but people who have a good use and grounding of AI will take jobs away from people who don't have a good use and grounding of AI. And I think that's more to the point and I'm quite comfortable and supportive of that but it is interesting where different people's perspectives jump to isn't it well I think AI is quite interesting Mm. from a legal perspective Mm. I'm going to be thinking okay confidentiality issues totally (laughs) intellectual issues because who's going to own this IP that you're giving and so I think there is a lot of legal Mm. potential bonfires they're going to happen with AI yeah uh, but there's also so many opportunities to, you know, actually get certain things done a bit more effectively and efficiently as long as you check them. Big, oh. big disclaimer, check them. Absolutely. Um, but that can actually free you up to do more beneficial work or more creative work. Mm. Um, and I mean, at the moment, we've always used a bit of AI in our systems and our you know, processes, um, but it's for, as a law firm, it's been interesting to see, well, again, as a lawyer, we think IP, IP, mm-hmm. you know, confidentiality, confidentiality, which sort of colours a bit of, you know, AI, but there definitely is uses for it. It's And it's a situation where we're ourselves saying, okay, well, you know, can we use this AI to a certain extent, particularly more in the marketing mm. or operational aspects of our business where there isn't a real confidentiality mm. concern? But can we use it to streamline things? And that means the team members are now having to learn how to do it. So there's an extra, again, pressure on people to be aware yep. of and how to use it. And then making the time to sort of, you know, 
invest of where we want to do. So it's another thing that is both adding to some of the exhaustion, mm -hmm. but it is something that's just scary in 2024, but it is also such an opportunity. I think so too. Yeah, and I wonder whether you look at it in terms of an evolution. Do you know what I mean? Like we all do certain things and we do more things now than we used to do a million years ago when we had to make everything from scratch all of the time and we didn't have machines and things and that allowed us to you know open up and do more things and think about things differently and more critically and that sort of thing and i wonder whether you know and this may be an incredibly simplistic view of it and i'm happy to own that but you know having then ai assist to do a lot of things then again opens us up from an earlier level you know in our careers and our lives to have more of a critical thinking and a more advanced you know critique of things um ask more questions you know looking at those prompt um you know those those prompt um you know writing and those sorts of things and actually a chance of um sort of you know knowledge evolution of being more critical yeah. in well, terms of just I know. doing the things yeah I know someone else where they just use it as an IG generator. Yeah. So they just want to put something down and just have a different perspective come back to them. Yeah. And so that's where they see the value is it doesn't replace them or anything, but it actually mm. challenges them to be more creative and to think more differently. Yeah. So I think, again, there's so many opportunities out there. But, again, it's another thing that businesses you have to think about, think about yeah. and look at it. Yeah. And that's where... I just feel at the moment there needs to be hopefully something over this Christmas period where people can refresh. I agree. Because people can take the opportunity and there is that opportunity for a bit of a refresh to happen. I think 24 has so much potential. Mm -hmm. But, again, what I'm thinking at the moment is that there needs – I'm just concerned there's going to be the follow-through yeah. of that frustration but and that sort of bit of burnout mm -hmm. because look, that is a risk mm. with everything going on. But at the same stage, if people can actually have a bit of a chance to relax, and I think that's probably one of the most important things at the moment, which I never would have thought of, I'd say years ago, but with everything we've gone through, I really think people, all the business owners I'm seeing, they need they need yeah. a bit of time. Oh, absolutely. Um, if they can get that, I think 2024 can be actually quite spectacular for Australia. Mm -hmm. um, but... Uh, that's just the gut feeling I have at the moment. Oh, is there's so that. many opportunities in it. It's just that um, people need to be open to it. Yeah. And if they're not refreshed, I don't know if they'll be able to energetically be open or grab those opportunities. I have a vision in my mind at the moment, and I know this sounds ridiculous, but of like, you know, when the, you have like a slingshot and you need to go backwards and then you sort of yeah. go, we're now neat. We just need to take this little bit of time to <laughs> So that we can springboard. And I'm doing the actions for people listening, so clearly it would make more sense than if you're just listening to what I'm saying. But, um, you know, to then springboard into um, 2024. And you have given me the most impeccable segue, Simone, thank you, because whilst business owners um, and others, and myself included, um, are trying to relax over this Christmas period, do you have any recommendations? This is my sneaky ask this year. Um, you know, in terms of what people can read or maybe watch or listen to to um you know have that little bit of a pause uh to use in that time where they maybe don't normally have the time to to consume such things okay well look i have a pile of books i'm supposed to read supposed like to. more of a chore than a refreshing thing do i want to read any of those books no <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't, to be honest. I do have a whole bunch, and I got another one recently, which is supposed to be really great mm -hmm. from a business class of ours. I'm just trying to see if I can find it, but because um, uh, they've all been saying that these are some of the best ones to sort of get you in the mindset. Um, I'm just having a look quick. If I find it, I'll let you know. Hi, Sorry, please. I should have that if before, you like but um, the link as well, so people have, have got that link. Sometimes I'll get to this time of year and Tinder, I just want to consume garbage, to be honest. Like I, I consume so much good stuff during the year, but I get to this point and I'm like, I just need So I'm listening to. So at the moment I'm listening, this brilliant podcast called Sentimental Garbage. That's actually what it's called. Um, oh. and it, it recaps all of these things from like the 90s. Um, and gives them like a critique and a slant. And I'm on the second um, episode, second hour-long episode that they're doing on the Gilmore Girls, and that's where my um, content consumption is lying at the moment. Did you find what you're looking for? Well, the one I've been told is I should look at yep. is Die With Zero Ooh. by Bill Perkins. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's been highly recommended to me. Mm -hmm. um, there's another one of my books to add onto the list. I might get to it, but to be honest, at the moment, the idea is probably just to relax, mm. to binge on TV that I don't have to actually think about. Totally. To spend time with the family, mm -hmm. to maybe do something creative and get an extra nap in. I love the midday nap. naps on that, that period between Christmas and New Year where you actually don't feel a little guilty about falling asleep on the couch. Generally, I'm great. It's on. quite good. Um, but, um, Simone, thank you. Thank you so much. I always get so much out of our chats, um, you know, and we'll have to have you back on to have a chat about a few other things in terms of um, some of the more technical aspects next year on the podcast as well. Thank you for all your support this year. I've really appreciated that. Um, and I hope the rest of the year goes well and you are able to have that very well-deserved break um before sort of springboarding into 2024 so um thanks very much again and thank you to all of our listeners please make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our fabulous 2023 reflections talk soon be wise in business merry christmas simone merry christmas and thank you so much it's, i'm looking forward i am actually i'm more positive than 24 now i've got my i'm now imagining the springboard oh there you go happy to help good service <laughs> Thank you. SMB Wisdom is proudly sponsored by SMB Advisory. SMB Advisory is a specialist firm of chartered accountants dedicated to providing specialist insolvency services to financiers, advisors, directors and individuals. The team at SMB Advisory are a safe set of hands to talk through your options when things get tough or when you find yourself in a tricky business situation and you're not sure what's next. Call the team on 1-800-762-238 or send a message through the website www.smbadvisory.com.au to talk through the next steps in your business journey.